there's still a little in there. Again, I'm getting bad at this. Oh man, I'm not clearing the bong. What's happening? Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're still smoking Potluck's uh, Frosted Cherry. It's an indica, and I gotta be honest. When I was taught, when I did the 420 episode, if you haven't seen that, you should go back and watch that because it was pretty fun. I told a few stories. I'm going to continue telling some stories but today, but this today also has weed facts and do for real facts because one, I wanted to give you just a couple little snippets about weed and then I wanted to give you, um, I've been, if you've been following the podcast, you know that I talked about uh, six foot five, two or six foot, yeah, six foot, 250 pound penguins. And I've talked about uh, giant turtles. So I, I found some other, what is it, like megafauna, I think is what it's called, <laughs> um, from around the same time period. So I'm going to tell you about three of those guys. And these dudes were bad. They were huge. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's going to happen in this episode. But I also wanted to keep telling you some stories. So I stuck with the Indica because it gets me creative, apparently, in the storytelling process. Um, again, it is only 18.3%. But like I said, it's a weird one. Some days it hits me hard. Some days it doesn't hit me at all. I haven't smoked today because I'm trying to get to the bottom of this situation <laughs> with this thing. Uh, it's in the bong. Again, Frosted Cherry by Potluck. It's in the bong and in the joint with our glass tips. And then from the weekend, which I mentioned in um, the 420 episode, uh, I had some hash with shatter in this. It's a solid hit, my friend. If you want to... If you want a hello, how you doing? Get yourself a Yocam pen, put some hash in it, and put a little bit of shatter in there. Dude, it's so good. Look at these clouds. This I put in, in here last Saturday. It's now Friday. It's a week later. I've been smoking it off and on all week. There's still big clouds in it, man. I only put it on two. And, ooh, you, all you taste at the end is the shatter. I can't express this enough. I was so happy to figure out this little situation. <laughs> However, be careful. <laughs> because when I had that when I had that on the weekend, so it was a buddy's party. Actually, Bo, you guys have met Bo. If you've been following this again, Bo was on the podcast. It was his birthday, so I went over to celebrate his birthday with him, right? So I took over some shatter as like a little happy birthday to you. I took over a rolled joint. We smoked the joint, had a couple beers. I think at about like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, I was sitting on the side of the room sort of smoking my, uh, smoking, having a drink by myself. And the conversation had shifted to a different like viewpoint, right? So the people that were sitting or talking to me had turned and shifted and started looking in the other direction and talking over there. So I found myself a little bored and I guess I ended up just taking random hoots off that pen just whenever I felt like it <laughs> and I got super high. I greened out, but it wasn't a really bad green out. It was more of like a pass out, like the whole week had caught up to me. So I ended up sideways on a chair against the wall with my head down sleeping. I could hear everything that was going on. But I was sleeping, <laughs> for sure. And uh, so at about like 3.30 in the morning, I hopped on his couch and slept till 8 o'clock that morning, like late 8 o'clock in the morning, and then went back home because it was, you know, you can't drive that high. <laughs> so yeah, so I took my time, sobered up, slept it off, and then went home. But man, did it hit hard. And when I say like I took a couple hoots off it, I mean like I was sitting there having a drink, uh... Somebody passed the joint, so I took a couple hits off that joint. 
Nobody was talking to me, so every time I'd hit the joint, I'd hand it back, and I'd take the Yokeh pen, and I'd take a couple hoots, put it back in my pocket. I don't know. I guess I was pretty high, and I didn't realize what I was doing. So, yeah, so just be careful. But if you do do it, it's a good time. It's a good buzz. And you only need, like, one or two hits. I wouldn't smoke the whole thing in one sitting. But, then again, that's me. Do what you want. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to live your life. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was a good time. And then, obviously, we did the 420 sesh. Uh, I told some stories about uh, my first the first time I bought a porn tape, <laughs> which I ended up throwing out. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. You should watch that. So I figured what I would do is I would carry on the conversation on this one and tell you a couple times back in high school where some pranks backfired. <laughs> okay? I mean, I'll tell you a couple from university too. But in high school... Um, I, in my English class, it was like me and a buddy sat at the back of class and then two of our buddies from the football team sat in front of us. And you know how you're always fucking with your friends, right? So like you do stupid shit, like, I don't know, whatever you do, whatever you do now, this is what we were doing. Okay. So my one buddy, he would like big football player, but anytime you like flicked him, he would jump up and scream. Right. So what my buddy and I would do is we take turns with an elastic band wrapped around our fingers slapping the backs of their necks and watching them jump in the middle of class. And of course, there was no evidence to say that we had done anything, right? So, boom. <laughs> they keep getting in trouble. Finally, one day, they show up early and they start getting us, right? But I'm too smart for that shit. And when I say smart, it doesn't mean that they didn't get me. They did, My neck was <laughs> laced up by the end of this English class. But I didn't make a goddamn sound. I just sat there. I took it like a champ. <laughs> my neck was so sore. But then it graduated because we got tired of getting each other in trouble. It graduated to like, what can we get some each other to do, right? So, um, I don't know. My buddies made a few bets on a couple things like, you know, moving stuff around the room. Then one day in the middle of class, we're bitching and moaning because we have to listen to Shakespeare. And uh, my buddy looks at me and he's like, dude, I bet you, you would not stand up in the middle of class, walk to the blackboard, write goodbye on the board, turn around, wave, <laughs> and then walk out of the room. This is what was posed to me. I was like, I thought about it. And I was like, what's in it for me? What do I get out of this? <laughs> right? So they think about it for a minute. And they go, all right, we'll give you a Coke each. <laughs> so there's, because now my buddy who sitting beside me is in on it as well. He's like, he wants me to do it too, right? So he's in on it. So he's like, we'll each give you a Coke. I'm like, I'm going to need money or something. So being stupid, I settled for 10 bucks and three Cokes, okay? <laughs> so the deal was the next class was like, I think it was the last period of the day on the, like the next, the upcoming Monday. This We were talking about this on a Friday, okay? So they go, all right, man, that's the bet. The bet is you get up in the middle of class because at the end of class or in the middle of class for like 15 minutes or 20 minutes or so, we would read something from Shakespeare, right? So she, the teacher would sit at the front of the class talking, you know, reading the, reading the play, the poem, the sonnet, whatever, uh, or the parts of the book that we were reading. And then other people would, she would point to other people to read, right? Well, the deal was when she started to read, she would point somebody out after, and that person would have to read. And then it would go back to her reading for a bit. So the second, when it went back to her, for me, for her to read, I had to get up, 
the black the the classroom had a blackboard at the front behind her and a front and a sorry a blackboard at the front behind her and a blackboard at the back behind us okay so either way you're facing a blackboard so the deal was i had to get up when she started talking and walk to the back the back blackboard <laughs> holy shit that's hard to say when you're <laughs> when a bong hits settling in <laughs> so i had to walk to the back blackboard and I had to write while she was talking goodbye in big letters across the backboard, blackboard, and then turn around and wave and go like, see ya, and then just walk out of the room. Nobody else was in on it in the class. Like we planned this on like our lunch hours, you know, when we were talking to each other, nobody else knew this was going to happen. So <laughs> Monday comes around. I go, I could do that. I got this. So Monday comes around. Spark of joy. I hope you're having a good Friday. I hope you're having a good week. I hope everything is going well for you. And I hope you had a great 420 this year. Even if you're one of those dudes that's like, oh, I do 420 every day, man. <laughs> I hope you've had a good 420 anyway. Okay? <laughs> Even though it's not necessarily anything, but it is something. So there you go. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Back to the story. <laughs> so nobody had any idea that this was going to happen. So it comes up Monday. It's the last period it's the last period we all get sat we all sit down and uh all the guys look at me and they're like all right today's the day you gotta do it i was like today okay fine so i'm down to do it right i go all right show me the cokes and the 10 bucks motherfuckers didn't bring shit Ew. yeah <laughs> they were just like oh yeah yeah we'll get you later well, I gotta get something out of this because, like, hopefully it's gonna be funny. But at the same time, what if it's not? I need something, right? So they're like, don't worry, we'll get you three Cokes and the 10 bucks. We'll give it to you, like, after class or whatever. Or, like, the next day. Whatever. So I agreed to it, okay? So we're sitting around. The first half of class goes smooth, goes fine, whatever. Everything's great. And then she breaks out the book off her desk. <laughs> She's like, okay, time for a little Shakespeare. So she, she reads the first little bit, she reads the first little bit of it, passes it off to one of the girls on the other side of the room, so everybody's paying attention to the opposite end, opposite side, opposite end of the room. The girl finishes what she's got to read, it goes back to the teacher, teacher starts writing, but, or starts talking, my buddy taps me on the back, I get up, <coughs> grab, no, they had to grab my bag. Oh, wait, did I take my bag? No, I just had books. So I just grabbed my books, stood up, walked to the back of class. Teacher's still talking, okay? So she's reading, 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 and then all of a sudden it starts to trail off, trail off. As I'm getting, like, once I've got the D in good, there's, like, I start to write by, and then I realize it's silent. <laughs> and then you hear the one squeak of the chair, and every I, I finish off the goodbye. I turn around and wave and everybody's staring at me now. Teacher's confused as shit. My one buddy's like, I don't know, he thought, I thought he was going to have a seizure. Everybody else in the class is like, what in the fuck is happening right now, right? So I turn and go, hey, see ya. <laughs> and I just walked out the door. Now, from my perspective, I was like, fuck, as soon as I walked through that door, because I'm like, shit, <laughs> this could have gone, like, obviously very poorly, right? It's still silent. I get around the corner. I get, I open, okay, so I open the door, I go, see you later, I open the fucking door, 
I walk, I take two steps through the door and I turn to go down the hallway to my right. I'm taking like maybe three to five steps. So like three or four steps, right? No sound. I hit that fifth step and all I hear is, bah! you hear this? <laughs> well, like loud as shit. Okay. <laughs> and everybody's like, what the fuck? I could hear like somebody fell off their, fell over, knocked their desk over. They were laughing. So I was like, okay, at least it wasn't for nothing. Right. So I go down to the lunchroom. I sit and I just hang out there for the rest of the period. Cause the deal was I can't come back. That was what these, these motherfuckers did to me. Okay. They were like, we won't give you the, or we'll give you the Coke tomorrow, but here's the deal. You can't come back to class and be like, Oh, it was a joke. Like you have to, you have to, you're a hundred percent, you're all in, you know what I mean? So of course me being me for the joke, I was like, all right, cool, man. So I kept walking, sat in the dining hall, whatever. My friends come out. They're all like, oh my God, that was fucking hilarious. Blah, whatever. Um, what was it? The, the weekend go, or sorry, the week goes by. Okay. And I have English. I think it was like on Wednesday, midday, I think. And so I go to the English class, they like, they could, whatever, it was just a joke, you know? So I go to the English class and I sit down, teacher comes in, stands at the front of the room. Before saying anything, she goes, uh, Mr. Baroni, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean, what am I doing here? She's like, well, Monday, you stood up, wrote goodbye on my blackboard, said, turned around, waved, said, see ya, walked out, and you never came back. I was like... Yeah, because <laughs> that's the kind of kid I was. I was like, yeah, so what? <laughs> She's like, well, you're not in this class. You effectively dropped this class. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't realize that was going to happen. <laughs> okay. So she goes, yeah, you're, you got to leave. I'm like, what? Uh, okay. So I leave. I go back to the dining hall and now like reality setting in, right? I'm like, uh, what the fuck do I do here? <laughs> like the, I'm in grade 12. Like I'm graduating this year. Uh, I'm fucked if I don't like, there's only two months left, <laughs> you know, it was like April or some shit so, or three, whatever. So she, <coughs> so for that day, I'm sweating it out. I go home and I'm like, I don't tell my parents. I don't want to tell my parents. Right. So The next day I come in, I'm having lunch, and the fucking vice principal comes, gets me. He's like, can I have a word with you? Like, yeah. I've never talked to this guy up until today, okay? So that happened. So he takes me into his office, and he's Scottish. He says, Mr. Baroni, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? what do you mean, what am I doing? It was just, a, it was like, I don't know. I'm in high school, dude. Like, <laughs> do dumb shit, right? Because I'm playing up, like, I'm not caving on the fact that I'm not ratting my friends out for, for whatever. So he grills me for, like, a good 20 minutes. Then finally, my English teacher comes in, and she goes, okay, Mr. Baroni. So here's how this stands. You're out of the class, and you can't get back in. I don't know how you're going to get back in, but that means you don't graduate. You can't go to university. You're fucked. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm like freaking the fuck out now, right? So she leaves. The head ma the vice principal goes, okay, you know, let that sit in. I'll call your parents later. So whatever, it's sitting in. A couple days later, my parents have, already, have found out. They, they start giving me shit. My dad's like, well, you better figure out something. You better explain to this lady like it was a joke, right? So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess I better. So finally one day, 
I find, I find her in the lunchroom and I go, look, can I talk to you for a minute, please? So she takes me to an office uh, just off like the uh, gym, I think it was. And we're sitting in there and she goes, okay, like, what do you have to say, say for yourself? Like, what the hell was that? And still not ratting out my buddies. I'm like, look, it was just a joke. I, I was just like, you know, I thought it'd be a good idea. I thought it, it would, I thought it would just be silly, you know? And she's like, look, she finally breaks it down. She goes, look, okay, here's the deal. Your buddies, as soon as you left the room, your buddies told me that what had happened. She's like, I knew it was a bet. I knew it was a joke. She's like, the problem was I was waiting for you to come back and be like, I'm sorry. Can I come back to class? And she's like, I would have said yes. <laughs> okay. But what ended up happening was you didn't come back. <laughs> now, at the same time, I didn't know this, but there were a bunch of math kids in the math class, in like the calculus class that had just cheated off each other. So they were getting like, it was all hush hush because there were so many of them, right? So they were getting like, they were doing their own thing on that. And then with this little rebellious act, they were like, we got to quash that shit right now. So they had to be like, you're out. That's it. You're fucked <laughs> until I apologized and like made a big apology to the class and everything. Right. But in that meeting by the gym, she, we get it all out of the way. And I explained to her that like, it's not that I don't like her. I just thought it would be funny. And they bet me to do it. I make three, I got three Cokes and 10 bucks. I'm pretty sure I only got the three Cokes, <laughs> you know? And so, you know, we make amends and she's like, look, but for the record, that's one of the funniest things that's ever happened in my class. I found out two years later that I was a story that she told to her new classes to be like, don't be this fucking dummy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I am a high school story. I am one of my high school stories. <laughs> I'm a legend, baby. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. <laughs> so the result was that we squared it all away. She told me that she actually thought it was a pretty funny thing, but she had to punish me because, um, because of what was happening on the, on, in the math department with all these people cheating and stuff. And so she was like, I had to make an example of you. Otherwise people would just be doing dumb shit all day like that. And I was like, fine, fair enough. And I got back into her class. I think I had to do detention and write uh, like a bunch of detention. <laughs> like I didn't go anywhere for a month, you know. And then uh, I'm pretty sure I had to write an essay. Why being an idiot's not good. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a flashback of having to sit in that room with her and be like, look, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry that I did that. <laughs> I can't tell you why I did that, but just know that it's not you. It was me. <laughs> that was what, that's what happened. But our school also let us do some silly shit too. Like, so every Halloween, the seniors were allowed to, as they call it, decorate in air quotes, the school. Yay for Halloween, right? No, I don't have a boo button, but no. <laughs> Not good because our senior class was stupid as shit. So the idea was that one night in October, we were allowed to, because we had to, we stayed in dorms, like in residence at the high school because there were a lot of international students. So for your last year, you had to stay there. So we were living in the dorms. They allowed you one night to go out past midnight and do whatever you were going to do. And they wouldn't like, they turn a blind eye to you sort of like, putting jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins and like decorations and shit around the school, right? And a lot of grades came up 
ahead of us, a lot of grades ahead of us, came up with some really cool shit, like skull, like big like uh, pumpkin sculptures where they had like you know pumpkins stacked on to make something, you know, to stacked on top of each other to make something. Well, our version of that, okay, was to go out, borrow our parents' pickup trucks, drive through the country, steal pumpkins off of pumpkin patches. <laughs> <laughs> One time we're pretty sure we got shot at, but we can't, we don't know because all we heard was a big bang and we were the only ones out there and it, we saw the farmer's light go on at the same time. So we probably got shot at, but nothing happened and we were like at the other end of the field, you know, but the idea was that you would go get pumpkins and you would decorate all around the school grounds with a bunch of different shit, right? And you could, you couldn't go in the school, but you could do the outside. <laughs> Our fucking brilliant idea. <laughs> was one kid kicked in a window because hey if you're gonna do a prank you may as well break some shit at the same time right <laughs> okay so <clears throat> most of us just stuck pumpkins most of us just used it as a reason to party for a night in the middle of the week where we stayed up all night doing all this shit you know getting high drinking doing whatever and uh you know driving around picking up these pumpkins so but then we would take them and we would spike them along because the edge of the property had a big, huge stone fence that had, um, like, essentially wrought iron arrowheads sticking out of it as, like, a fence. You know what I mean? As, like, a guard from, so you couldn't see fully, like, easily in from the, from the street. So we would sit up there, smoke weed and cigarettes, and plant pumpkins on each one of these spikes as we moved down all the way around. Right? Okay. That was the goal. How we got there <laughs> was... We, my, we took my dad's pickup truck, me and I think there was like, okay, so you could fit three in the front. There were two in the front, there were three in the back, and one guy was in the trunk, <laughs> like in the, in the bed, <laughs> okay? And this is like October, so it was fucking cold. So we, what we did was he laid, Buddy would lay down in the bed because he was the fastest and the strongest, so he could carry a lot and run at the same time. So I would drive up to the, to the field. Right? They all would jump out and see, scout the thing. So the girls would run out and pick the pumpkins that were by the field and, br and throw them in the back of the truck, right? And then my, the buddy that was in the bed of the truck that was the fastest, he would hop out, hop into the field, run, and just start bringing them back until we saw a light go on and then we'd tail it out of there, right? So the one time, we're all over this spot and my, the truck was black, so if you turned the lights off, you couldn't see it at all. Good luck. No way, you know? So, <laughs> so... This one particular farm, we pull up along the side, right? And uh, Buddy's like, okay, I'm going to run out. This will be the last stop. We've already got like a trailer full of these pumpkins, right? Or not a trailer, like a, a bed, a you know, half-ton truck bed full of these pumpkins. And he's like lying on them. And then so he goes, I'm going to just do it. So he runs. We fill it up the rest of the way, right? And then we see the light go on in the field as he's running with the last pumpkin. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> he was clutching that pumpkin like... It was, you know, his, like, his best friend, <laughs> like, and they were going to war, and he was going to save that guy, no matter what, he had that guy, like, he was bringing back the head, you know, but he was much slower, because he had to run with his legs all wide out, like, shoulder width apart, because <laughs> it was a big one, and we see the light go on, we hear the door open, and you just hear, bang, <laughs> like, fuck, <laughs> so Buddy drops the pumpkin, bolts to the truck, hops in, right, I hit the gas, we take off, we're flying, and like, my lights are off, <laughs> bad move, teenagers are stupid, okay, <laughs> teenagers are fucking dumb, <laughs> so I'm flying down this back road in like farm country with my lights off in a black truck, 
Good job, Justin, you dummy. <laughs> okay. So, finally, I turn the lights on, and then all of a sudden, everybody in the cab of the truck, like, I'm focused. So, like, I'm not hearing anything except for we got to get the fuck out of here. So, like, I knew what was behind us, and I knew what was in front of us, and I was going to make sure that the guy in the back wasn't flying out of the truck. Okay? <laughs> so, I'm going, right? Till finally, like, the adrenaline starts to calm down a little bit, and I'm hearing four people, like, right in my face. I realize that I'm not alone now, and they're yelling at me. Like, stop the fucking truck. Okay. So I pull over, and I stop. Fucking buddy in the back. It was, I was going so fast. It was so cold <laughs> that he could barely hang on anymore. He was going to let go. Like, if I hadn't stopped when I stopped, he might have just, like, slid to the back of the thing and flipped right off. There were so many fucking pumpkins. <laughs> so we pulled over. He's white, like... Oh, yeah, it was bad news. We got him in the truck, warmed him up, and he was all good. But again, another time, a prank went wrong. <laughs> Don't <laughs> do dumb shit. <laughs> I mean, have fun, but, like, be prepared, you know? You got to have a little bit of a little bit of spontane sp uh, spontaneity with mixed with a little bit of, like, G.I. Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Have your fun, but be kind of smart about it. You know, smarter than me anyway. I mean, I'm telling you these fucked up, stupid stories. <laughs> but now it's time for the Gonja Gong, baby. I don't know why I did that, but uh, I did, and you got it, so you're welcome. <laughs> I'm a dork. I know I'm a... For those of you watching this, I know how I come across. I have to watch these. <laughs> I just hope you're enjoying the vibe, okay? <laughs> I know what I must look like to you. <laughs> I think anyway. Who knows? <laughs> but for the weed facts this week, we got them from mtlblog.com. 16 facts that prove smoking marijuana is good for your health. Now, here's the problem that I have with this blog thing first, okay? It's just these blurbs that I'm going to read to you with no context or background. Okay, so take it for what it's worth. There is some extra like write-ups around what these points are. So you can check it out again, tots420.com, weed facts menu, or menu, weed facts, and these will be in there. They'll be the latest editions, probably at the bottom of the page. I don't know why it does that, but it does. I'll figure it out one day. <laughs> so weed fact number one. Marijuana is apparently 86% effective in treating hepatitis C infections. So there you go. If you got hepatitis C. You can have a little weed, and it should help it out. Like, I feel like there's nothing this plant can't do, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, number, weed fact number two. Oh, this is kind of good for, like, I don't know if I agree with it, but as, as being, like, somebody that has lately relied on my metabolism to keep me in shape. <laughs> but potheads may eat more. But they actually have a stronger, uh, stronger metabolism, and they respond to they respond better to sugars. So there you go. So I, but again, no context. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you from that. <laughs> like, it's I guess <laughs> maybe if you read the article, there's more stuff in there. But and there is a little context in that. But like, I guess for whatever reason, like I guess well, weed. Um, can what shut down not shut down liver function but like i think it 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 can shut down like liver processing things probably or does it help 
Fuck, I don't know. That hit got me high. See, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes this potluck shit does nothing. Sometimes it's like, hey, dude, I'm right here. <laughs> you know? Fuck. Just like that weed fact. Anyway, you can check it out at toss420.com, the weed facts. All right. Weed fact number three. Um, oh, this is kind of cool. So the plant can actually help reduce the affected area of a stroke or even protect the brain from damage. Hmm. I guess that's why, like, uh, concussion patients and, like, PTSD patients have such good luck with weed. Because it helps. I've also heard that mushrooms help, but I don't know for sure. I think they help me sometimes. But I don't do them that often. But weed, I do quite often. It does help me redirect. Do you find that? <laughs> Random question of the day. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. But that's pretty good to know because, like, hopefully, that means that as we discover more of these, like, essential oils and stuff like that, then we, um, what the fuck did I just say? See what I'm, this, this weed sidetracks me so fucking easily, dude. But then other times it does, it's like, uh, I don't really want to be bothered. You know what this is? This is the lazy couch surfing guy of weed. <laughs> sometimes he's all about it. All sometimes he's all about the hang. Other times he's all like, nah, I'm just going to lie on my couch and do nothing. You know what I mean? He's not always at the party when he's at the party. See, you, you feel me? <laughs> okay. What was I saying? I was saying that it is pretty cool. That there are certain, there are essential oils, and the more that we discover, are are seeming to like the the med medical benefits as we discover more of these things within the plant are taking us in a direction. Fuck, I'm high. This is babble moment number one. <laughs> I think you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Every time we discover some new essential oil in the plant, we discover some new health benefit. Did it. I fucking got there. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I felt as bad as you probably did watching that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the fuck happened to you, man? <laughs> Weed. Weed, dude. That's what happened to me. <laughs> Yeah, so it's good to see that, and I like, obviously, because, you know, there's so it's so easy to catch head trauma, head trauma as well. Like, nowadays, I've seen, I've watched my kids wrestle, my son took a header into a door, like, years and years ago, and that worried me. You know, stuff like that. So, like, it's really good to know that something natural can help a, a multitude of conditions, and potentially, in a less aggressive and harmful way than like pills do you know what I mean yeah that's my ganja gong two cents <laughs> hope you enjoyed it but yeah those facts I don't know I just kind of like them because I didn't know the 86% one and I didn't realize that it actually helps uh it, it affects the brain like that especially after strokes and stuff so that was pretty cool to find out and now since I was telling you before, so you know how I've been like enthralled 
with these gigantic animals. We had the fucking beaver from last week that was seven feet long, lived supposedly only in like Ontario and a couple other places, but then ended up, we found out, lived down the whole fucking eastern seaboard. <laughs> okay. And then a couple episodes before that, we had uh, the, uh, the six foot, 250 pound penguin, dude. That shit blew my mind. Blew my fucking mind. So, in, in, so in, like, accordance with that, <laughs> Jesus, I'm high, I hope you're high, are you enjoying the sesh? I hope you are, I hope you have a good week, hope you have a great weekend, yeah, and I hope you come back next week, I'm not there yet, I'm just saying, I hope you do, <laughs> leave a comment, like, subscribe, if you like this, help me out, man, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weirder than I wanted it to. Help me out, man. Share it out. I got cracky voice now. See what you made me do? You made me crackle like a teenager. Telling all these teenage stories. All right, so I've been looking into these giant animals. <laughs> okay? And so for the do-for-real facts, I found three giant animals that blew my fucking mind. That's right. They, these things, they live... They, Potentially lived up until the same time as both the beaver and the penguin, which was like they date back to some of their some of their bones and stuff date back to like ten thousand years ago, as early as ten thousand years ago. Okay, so here we go. So, dude, for real fact, uh, these ones are from Treehugger.com. Extinct megafauna that are out of this world. And then there's a bunch of numbers. <laughs> if you want it, I'll tell you. But if not, you can check it out at tots420.com in the menu under Dude For Real. Uh, and this will be on there. Alright, so. The first one is the Glyptodon. You heard that right. The Glyptodon. Okay? This is what it was. The Glyptodons were enormous armored mammals that became extinct around 10,000 years ago. They were roughly the size of a VW Beetle. And the Gryptodon were all armored against attacks from predators. A relative of modern-day armadillos. So, picture an armadillo, alright, that was, did they say, where was it? The size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Dude! <laughs> it's massive! <laughs> and it's armored! Alright, back to the story. <laughs> They were, unable, they were unable to pull their head into their shell like turtles and relied, oh my god, <laughs> relied on thick skull armor and sharp spikes for defense. Their thick tail could also be used as a club and featured a bony knob at the end. Yeah. They ate just about anything uh, from plants to insects to, what is that, carrion? Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, man. Imagine that, like a mini tank coming at you. What are you going to do against that? Can't shoot it in the head. <laughs> it's fucking, they got, it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's solid. And then you got, a, like, a shell that's bulletproof, I would assume, if you're a fucking the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Dude. Could you, okay, think about all, wait, okay, hold on. We'll get there. <laughs> One second. Okay. Do for real fact number two. The Argentavis. Check this fucker out. Okay, this one, like, whoa. <laughs> so the Argentavis has the distinction of being the largest flying bird ever discovered. 
the massive bird could grow to be 24 feet wingtip to wingtip. 24 feet, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a... That could pick up a man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and fly it to its nest. Okay? All right. <laughs> so, what, uh, uh, so, yeah, they were 24 feet wingtip to wingtip. The, uh, the Argentavis, my God, I'm getting high again. The Argentavis is thought to have relied on thermal currents to, to stay aloft. So they had to fly pretty high, first of all, I guess. I guess that's what that means. You could correct me. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass right now. I'm getting stoned. How are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, so they use, they use thermal currents to stay aloft. Aloft. Stay in the air. <sighs> um, the creature's huge size would have made takeoffs more difficult, and it's likely that they made their homes in the mountains where they could use mountain slopes and headwinds to aid in launching themselves. Could you imagine that thing coming, you're driving through the mountains and you just see this fucking giant crow. <laughs> and it just, oh dude, that would be, you know, it would be, like you, you'd have to park, right? Like you'd have to hide. You'd have to hide. I would think you'd have to hide. <laughs> okay, that's my bet. I'm totally into this right now. So, uh, do, do, yeah, they use mountain slopes and headwinds to aid in their launching. But, luckily, you don't have to hide. Because it is believed that the bird was a scavenger that preferred, to, uh, preferred its meals already killed. Scavenging as opposed to hunting would have been a way for the... Uh, uh, oh my god. Argent, Arge, Argentavis? <laughs> to, to conserve the energy required to move its massive body. Okay, Justin. Way to get through that one, buddy. But yeah, could you imagine that giant fucking thing? <laughs> okay. So we have a penguin. We've got a beaver. A six-foot penguin, 250 pounds. A seven-foot beaver that was like the size of a black bear. That's like 400 to 500 pounds. Okay. Now you've got this armadillo motherfucker that's the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's armored. You have a tank. You have an animal tank. Okay. And now you've got you've got the skies covered, cause like nothing on the ground surviving that shit. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you got Swoopy McGee over there removing the carcasses from the field. <laughs> Dude, that would be a fucked up world to live in. <laughs> okay. Dude for real fact number three. <laughs> the final edition so far. To our monstrous ancestral everyday animals. <laughs> the ground sloth. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> now, you would not probably find this very intimidating since sloths are very slow and supposedly lazy. But remember, they have giant claws to climb trees. So, like, clunk, 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 clunk. Now, take this. This is the giant sloth. All right, or sorry, the ground sloth. The ground sloth is one of the few land mammals that could give the, oh shit, I'm not gonna pronounce this right, Paraceratherium, that could give the Paraceratherium a run for their money. Weighing up to, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I hope someone out there does. I'm sure it is something, <laughs> okay? Fuck. <laughs> All right. 
They could give them a run for the money. Weighing up to 9,000 pounds, the ground sloth, and stretching 20 feet in length, the ground sloth ambled around the woodlands and grass, 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 grasslands of America, of South America as recently as 10,000 years ago. Supporting itself by eating grasses, shrubs, and leaves, the ground sloth had the misfortune of overlapping with humanity's reign and was likely hunted to extinction as we trickled down from North America. Because ground-dwelling sloths had no previous experience with human predators. They put in the quotes. Okay? <laughs> um, they likely would have been easy prey for prehistoric hunters. That would, sloth would feed a lot of shit. That could take care of some, you know, some meat for months. <laughs> Alright, so that's our fucking animal army now. Our animal army is building. Six foot penguin. We got the... What was after the six foot penguin? The seven foot beaver. Now we have our uh, glyptodon, which is basically um, an armadillo that's a tank. <laughs> and it is the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Um, we have the Argentavis. Ar Ar yeah, Argentav Argentavis. Argent. Oh my god. I'm high. I can't read that word anymore. Anyway, the one that was the bird that was discovered, it was 24 feet wingtip to wingtip. We got the skies covered, and now we got the sloth. The roadblock. <laughs> the nine, the 20 foot, 9,000 pound roadblock. You need a fucking bulldozer to move that motherfucker. <laughs> so that's what we're building now. We're building a giant... <laughs> giant... <laughs> we're building a giant animal army from I guess it's prehistoric right <laughs> yep that's all I have to say about that those are my thoughts for this week I want to thank you guys for joining me again Justin Peroni on your Friday at 4.20pm to start it off right even though this is the end of the episode you started it off right already I switched it up <laughs> those are my thoughts off the stem for this week I hope you enjoyed the do for real facts. I hope you liked the weed facts, even though they had absolutely no substance this time, <laughs> unfortunately. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you come back. Hopefully you check out Tots420.com. That's where you can check out the weed facts and the do for real facts in the menu. You can also check out the Tots420 shop. The link's in the menu. Pick up a hoodie, hat. There's new stuff coming out. Uh, sub uh, subscribe, like, leave a comment, do all that fun stuff. Share it with your friends. And you can follow me anywhere on what uh, Instagram at Tots for no Instagram Thoughts Off the Stem, uh, Twitter at Tots four twenty. Um, where else? What else can I think of? Facebook Thoughts Off the Stem. Um, oh, I'm on TikTok now. You can follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Again at Thoughts Off the Stem. Yeah. So those are my thoughts off the stem. Thank you for joining me. Till next time. Keep your lids low, baby.